0: Hello. Hello. What's going on, everybody?
1: We, I think we are officially back.
0: We're back, dude. It's number 26.
1: 26. 25 was our saved, we saved yeah. it.
0: That was our recovered episode that I just want to say really quickly, I don't even know if he listens to the podcast, but my my friend Chris Stahl from high school uh, totally helped us salvage episode 25. Yeah. It was remarkable, man. We it,
1: it was a it was a wild journey. If you guys listen to the update, you know that um our computer
0: died. Died. It, just, it fucked off. It was just I'm done with you guys. It's and a like,
1: I'm never coming back on again. <laughs> and we had already had episode twenty five Fully recorded, a bunch of bonus episodes, edited, all kinds of stuff. We were like, we're finally ahead of the game. We're gonna be able to give you guys (laughs) content on a regular basis. And what had happened? The computer was like, God, fuck yourself, Fuck you guys. And so there's that. Anyway, we are yeah, we're on we're recording on a a laptop, totally different setup. We're not even on GarageBand anymore. Recording through Audacity. So bear with us as we go
0: through the growing pains of figuring this one out,
1: right? But we also we're recording on two mics yes. right
0: now. So normally, up to this point, we've been recording sitting just right on top of each other.
1: Which really sucks when you're trying to like read notes. My back hurts so bad. I'm such not, a grumpy fuck by yeah. the
0: end. Uh, and
1: not like... I, I'm always like, don't look. I don't want you to see what I'm... You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And you get
0: super paranoid about that.
1: Well, you know. It's supposed to be... A, uh, there's supposed to be an element of the surprise. It's supposed element of surprise, yes, yes. Um, Speaking of which, this is We Drink and We Know Things. Holy shit.
0: The podcast. Hello. I'm Andrea. I'm Tom.
1: And we are married and we're the hosts of this show (laughs) if you didn't know
0: this is episode 26
1: 26 and so i'm so fucking happy that we saved episode 25 oh holy shit yeah it was a good one if y'all have listened you know we both had a lot of research mine was a like a double had like two stories in one complex fucking family yeah and i was like no i'm not doing it again yeah if we can't if we don't save it, it was gonna be lost i'm not forever. doing it again
0: that's how we are we've recorded a few podcasts that have never seen the light episodes. of day yeah
1: yeah but i mean it's that's the whole thing it's the element of surprise because yeah. tom tells me a story i don't know about mm-hmm. or i don't know what he's going to talk about mm-hmm. and i do the same mm-hmm. and if you've already done that and then you're going to try to re-record it it's like that's oh, fucking lame. my mock surprise and my oh holy i shits. can't yeah. uh, what yeah insert joke i made the first time we recorded like <laughs> oh, was that
0: fucking funny thing what accent yeah. did i use i was fucking nah. i was fucking hilarious bro <laughs> anyway so it's uh for for anyone tuning in right now it's uh middle of june for us uh our last episode dropped right after derby wasn't the intended time for it to drop so hopefully we're going to be back on that weekly grind now that we've got our recording figured out and
1: seriously i we know we've said this so many every times episode.
0: it's like a mandatory thing now
1: but i think despite the universe just trying to with us and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not give us any come ups as far as getting this shit done and without all the fucking hiccups. I think that it looks like we might have it figured we might be out
0: something here, guys.
1: And we hope it still sounds good because this is completely different setup than what we're used to. I
0: think it might we might come to enjoy it though. Yeah. I, I like being able to watch the monitoring and stuff as we're going. It keeps us it keeps us proper without me having sure. to be like sure. making weird fucking gestures at you the whole time. <laughs> Anyway, man, sorry we, we we tend to we tend to rattle on, but, but if,
1: yeah, if you're if you're new here,
0: welcome, motherfuckers. Cool, weird
1: flex episode to listen to, but we we like it. Welcome. We uh, talk about all kinds of stuff: murder, true crime, conspiracies, weird, haunted shit. stuff, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you have a topic that you want us to cover, please email it to us. Yeah, we hit us up. Love man. getting email we've had a few
0: folks like in the,
1: literally yeah
0: in the time that we were down we had a lot of folks kind of reach out and be like yo we're still gonna be listening we're still here we like you guys that shit is cool man thank you guys so much for that thank you for the love
1: yeah we did have a couple people like, we're gonna be here when you appreciate figure it out man. and that's Fucking just so man. nice uh it's so yeah, nice super so, cool. oh our our email is we drink and we know things podcast at gmail bang that's where you could great send plug, suggestions babe. or corrections or whatever. whatever man and great
0: plug Great play right <laughs> there. Also, oh my gosh, big news here. We're on Spotify now.
1: We're on Spotify now. Yeah,
0: we got a we I submitted it while while the podcast was actually while we were down and we totally got accepted. So you can find us at We Drink and We Know Things on Spotify. However, watch out because there's another fucking podcast trying to flex on us mm-hmm. called We Drink and We Know Things. It's a Game of Thrones review podcast podcast but, like not at all what we do here
1: yeah we were first we, we were, were they just started we were we way the way first.
0: website dog. so yeah we're, that's we're our good. shit yeah anyway good luck to them but they fucking suck for stealing our name
1: well they didn't they well, i mean they <coughs> no i bet come they, at me bro I,
0: when we re, when we researched our podcast we made sure there wasn't i made sure there was no other so podcast i would wager they did things. the same thing and they were like oh well we're gonna do it anyway
1: yeah Well, maybe they were like they're maybe they were like there we drink and we know things podcast. will yeah. be we drink and we know things like, assholes. Um, nah. Good
0: luck to you guys. anyway.
1: Nah. I mean we love Game of Thrones. So yeah, they started whatever. the
0: podcast after the fucking show ended. After the show so ended. Good luck. Real weird. Good fucking luck.
1: Good good for you guys.
0: Yeah man. Anyway, I think that's about all the.
1: Yeah, I don't know all the jargon. We're drinking. What are we're we drinking? No
0: same goddamn shit we always drink. <laughs>
1: hey, you know, we're balling on a budget.
0: Uh, this was actually the first day I've drank Franzie in a minute though. I've been on that red wine tip for a little while. Yeah. I've been drinking bourbon.
1: Oh, I went to a local little, well, local to where my family lives because that's, I'm working out of their house now. Yeah. Little liquor, liquor store. <laughs> a little liquor. <laughs> on the way to a, um, my friend's two-year-old's birthday, <laughs> I was like, I gotta get some vino. Mm-hmm. I stop in there and they've got one cold Boda box. A diamond of rough. Franzia. And I was like. Or no, not friends yet. Sorry. Jesus Christ. One cold Bodo box of Pinot you know, Grigio. And I was like, oh, cool. All right, great. Bet. So I grab it. I get in the car. I open it up. It's fucking bad.
0: Ah, those bastards. That happens you know, when you're really in the box wine game. It happens more than you would think.
1: I think it's more of like those shops that issue. are like, aren't.
0: They're not moving the boxes. Yeah. They sit forever. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens.
1: I mean, it just I
0: was... sucks because bad wine fucking sucks.
1: Oh my god, I almost threw up. I almost threw up. Yeah, it was so. We're well versed in bad Blech. wine,
0: guys. We drink Franzia, so what's oh. good?
1: Well, no, I'm not talking about bad wine. It's like you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's uh, still but... pretty grody though.
1: Well, it's not spoiled, which that true, was true. True. That's not even true. drinkable. Yeah. Well, then I was already running late, and then I stopped at a Walgreens because the area where my parents live or it's a new development new to have to be not dry anymore. Growing up, it was a dry area. Now it's wet. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I was like, oh, a. Walgreens will have booze, I bet. And I go in there, and I was like, yes, they got booze. But no cold wine. And I wanted white wine because I was going to an outdoor party, and it's fucking June in Kentucky. It's hot.
0: This is a remarkable fable here.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story. All right, story. we'll move on guess what
0: the it. story ends she got some wine that was good it just took a minute yeah so if you're you know just to get back just to tie <laughs> us back into the what the fuck we do here andrea is gonna tell a story i'm gonna tell a story neither of us know what's going on yeah we try to do a thing where we alternate weekly we've been pretty good about it recently so i think andrea is gonna go first this yeah, time around
1: based off of the last episode you went first episode right?
0: 25 which what, what do you guys think? i think we fucking crushed that episode let me know what you guys think i fucking yeah, love that my episode my was wild yeah, it was a dark tale. Yeah, and I I wager you've got another dark one. Well,
1: for Well, actually, today. so yeah, we we try to alternate because I don't know. It's just it's just easier to be like instead of I'm always first, mm-hmm. you're always first. Let's mm-hmm. just go back and forth. Switch it Why up, not? Switch you know, it.
0: it makes it easier for us too because one of us gets to get lit, and today and then that's, the other one
1: has to get lit when the other. But the, today yeah,
0: that's me, so forgive me when I when I start mispronouncing things later.
1: I have my papers. Sorry if we can hear them.
0: Yeah, there's a little pickup in there, but we can. That's fine. Normally. You bust out 3,000 pages. This is a small little parcel you got here today.
1: Well, I did all my own notes. There is no... This is all typed myself. There is... No, well, I mean, I copied and pasted, but <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't like print off a bunch of articles. Sure. Going off of what you said about dark, heavy stuff, mm-hmm. I know I've been doing a lot of that. And I have a case... That I want to cover probably next episode or two. That I, I was listening to a new uh, uh, audiobook about oh, it's it Oh, now no 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 that's not the this is the one I'm gonna talk about oh, right now. Oh my gosh! I want to do that one because I finished that audiobook, but I think I need to have an episode that's a little bit more lighthearted. I say that it's not super lighthearted, but it's n- let me just what am only what am five I- people. I'm just this gonna time. get into it.
0: Yeah, let's get it. I was that's really funny actually. I was thinking about doing. A, like, happy story.
1: A happy story? But I That's did not, not. this podcast. I did not
0: do a happy story.
1: I mean, it's never going to be happy. It just yeah. might not be, like, brutal.
0: Totes brutes, bro.
1: If you remember episode one.
0: Oh, damn.
1: What? Do you remember what I covered?
0: I do remember you did uh, Death Row, Me- Meals on Death Row was the first I did Last episode. Words, yeah. Last
1: Meals, and How They're Executed. Okay. Oh, shit. You're I... going to do something fun. What's good? Damn uh revisiting that
0: oh cool
1: because i feel like we start to get a lot of new listeners and when i initially did that i was like is it bad that i'm just talking about like these horrible people and their Mm -hmm. stupid shit Mm -hmm. but that was like we've not had any complaints and we're you know this many episodes in so i think people genuinely thought that was kind of a cool concept and i kind of like fucking making fun of these awful fucking people
0: yeah, because they fucking you know suck. what I mean. They did like I'm fucked not up glorifying
1: shit. them or glamorizing them or trying to like give them some spotlight. I genuinely just want to fucking make fun of their poor last choices. Good, you know.
0: Uh, let's make fun of them so, together.
1: That's what I'm doing.
0: Let's fucking do it. Are you I'm ready? In, dude. I'm excited.
1: I know. So let's fucking get it. So the first episode, if y'all haven't listened, go
0: back and go listen back, to Buster's. We need the, We need the, We need the reviews.
1: I covered well. So I did last words, last meals, and how they were executed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did John Wayne Gacy. Eileen Wornos, Ted Bundy, James French, Timothy McVeigh, and Victor Fug. F- 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 How's that? How's Fager? that for
0: your punchline or what, your headline? I, I reme- that was James French. I remember, we were so new to this game that a lot of those names mean a lot different things to me now. Oh, I bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having experienced the true game grind with you for about a year yeah, now. Yeah, yeah.
1: You, you probably. I didn't was a total really noob. Yeah, like I didn't Ted know. Ted Bundy. Even I didn't at really. That point. Yeah,
0: no. Now everybody does because Zach Efron's.
1: Is there more than one of them? It's Zac Efron's. Zac Efron's. Zac Efron's. <laughs> I went back last, or I think it was last night, I was doing some research and I had to go back and kind of re-listen to that episode uh-huh. because I was like, I don't remember who I talked about and I didn't want to repeat.
0: I've been wanting to go back and listen to other episodes.
1: Um, on that episode, you said, do you remember what you, you said your last meal would have been?
0: Oh, fuck. Um, I haven't. What was it? It was like, it's because I was still super healthy back then. I was still like on the no, grind. You,
1: no, yeah, well, yeah, you tried that, and I, you did. You were I remember like, saying I mean, yours you... would be like
0: bacon, mm-hmm. um, and mine would be like, was it pop, was it was it? I don't remember. Pasta? You said
1: surf and turf, oh, mac fuck. and cheese, yeah. popcorn, and a twenty four pack of Bud Light.
0: Fucking yeah, that's that remains. Is that, the I was truth. that say, remains is that still true. The same? Yeah, absolutely. If
1: not, I, I still want you to think about it through the okay. episode. You think
0: about it. okay, yeah, yeah, in yeah. case you
1: want to change it. And mine was spaghetti and meatballs with a side of bacon and a jug of wine.
0: <laughs> I don't think yours would change. I don't
1: think it would either. <laughs> I don't think it would either.
0: That's looking awesome. So, we have so many episodes we can do like recaps. That's yeah. That's cool.
1: And that was the very first episode. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is the, pretty much the exact same thing I did the first episode with different people. I'm going to give a little quick background of who these fuckers are. So that we don't feel bad about making fun of their stupid food and choices of words before yeah, f- they die. Just a
0: quick before we get into this, fuck all these people.
1: Yeah, they pretty much all okay, cool. well no, they all I mean, if you're on death row, you you suck.
0: Yeah, you probably suck. You suck. Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna start out with a little thing that I might have covered in the first episode, but I'm gonna do it again because I think it's worth covering again as like a recap about sure, sure. you know death row. So, in the United States... Well, you die. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. Like, no. So, in the United States, most states give the meal a day or two before execution and use the euphemism, quote, special meal.
0: It's special. Um,
1: Alcohol or tobacco are usually denied. Unorthodox or unavailable requests... That came out weird. Nailed it. ...are replaced with substitutes. Not really sure what that means, but whatever. And some states... (laughs) place tight restrictions like in Florida, the food for the last meal must be purchased locally and cost is limited to $40.
0: Damn, I could eat like a king on $40 though.
1: In Oklahoma, cost is limited to $15. Damn. In Louisiana, the prison warden traditionally joins the condemned prisoner for the last meal. On one occasion, the warden actually paid for the inmates lobster dinner. What? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if I said all some of this stuff in the. I don't remember that. That's, that's new to I, me. There was just that's some crazy. things that I wanted to, even if I did, I wanted to kind of recap. Sure. I think it's interesting. Sometimes a prisoner shares the last meal with another inmate. Well, it says like Francis Crowley did with John Resco, but I don't know who those are, so meh. Or has the meal distributed among other inmates?
0: That's very kind.
1: Very weird. So in September 2011, the state of Texas abolished all special last meal requests. After condemned prisoner Lawrence Russell Brewer requested a huge last meal and did not eat any of it, saying that he was not hungry.
0: Well, maybe he was a little nervous because he was about to get fucking killed. You want to know what he ordered? For a guy
1: who was going to say he wasn't hungry? Yeah, I'm ready. The meal consisted of two chicken fried steaks with gravy and sliced onions. God
0: damn it, sounds good. A
1: triple patty bacon cheeseburger. A cheese omelet with ground beef, tomatoes, onions, bell peppers, and jalapenos. Damn. A bowl of fried okra with ketchup. A pound of barbecued meat with half of a loaf of white bread. Three fully loaded fajitas. A pizza topped with pepperoni, ham, beef, bacon, and sausage. A pint of bluebell ice cream. Holy a- shit. This is enough
0: to feed like a fucking... Not Army, done. Dude. Not
1: done. A slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts and three root beers.
0: He only needed three root beers. I
1: know, right? You think you would need like uh, two I don't know. liters,
0: maybe? Jesus Christ, man, that's like that's probably a, that was probably so expensive.
1: So the re- so after that, um, the last meal thing was uh, the was abolished. Is that the right term? I think so. Yeah. Followed by a complaint by a Texas senator, John Witt. Wh- Whitmere, uh, who Put-me-er. called the meal inappropriate, and the tradition of customized last meals is thought to have been established around 1924 in Texas. But they're like, "Yeah, How me, we ain't doing that shit. That's Which is kind of cheeky, though. It's
0: like a fuck you kind of. He, he knew he wasn't going to eat yeah. it.
1: I think that I did mention that one in the first episode, but I still think it's worth touching on again. Yeah, that's a
0: remarkable. What a dick.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like, all right. Good for you though. I thought it was
0: gonna be like two chicken fried steaks and a pint of ice cream.
1: It's so much food. I mean,
0: for real, that's like I've worked in restaurants forever. That's that's so much food for the homies. Like,
1: okay, so now I want to jump into our people. Let's get it. All right, so I'm starting with Wesley Allen Dodd. He was an American serial killer and convicted mm-hmm. sex offender in 1989.
0: Real piece of work.
1: Year I was born. He sexually assaulted and murdered three young boys in Vancouver, Washington. He was arrested later that year after a failed attempt to abduct a six year old boy at a movie theater. Motherfucker. He wrote detailed accounts of his murders in a diary, which was found by police. And after pleading guilty to the charges of murder, he received the death penalty. Had that's it why coming, though. No, I'm it.
0: with it. Just really quick as a side, I'm fucking with it. He, that's it, what that motherfucker should have got. In the last episode that abducted those boys.
1: Oh, yeah. That motherfucker, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Y'all go listen. I mean, it. not, like, yeah, no, I fucking agree with you. Yeah, he, he did end up, he ended up getting back in there. Washington state law gave Dodd the choice of either lethal injection or hanging for his execution. Which one do you think he'd choose? Choosed?
0: Choosed. Which one do you think I he think choose? I say he's a fucking crazy person if he chose to be hung.
1: Well, he chose hanging. Come on. Later, stating in interviews that he preferred that method because that's the way that his final victim died. Fuck. His final victim hurt. I don't know if it was a male or female. I apologize. But the name was Lee, L E E I S E L I, if anybody would like to go look up that. Poor person. Rest in peace. Like I said, I don't dive Rest real deep us. in these. I just give like a sure. basic little things, so we know how fucking horrible these people were. Yeah, he's
0: a real piece of work.
1: Um, his execution by hanging was in the was the first in the United States since George York and James Latham were hanged in Kansas in 1965. Dodd's execution was witnessed by 12 members of. So when
0: when was he hung? I'm sorry.
1: I usually put the year, but I know he. Uh, I think it was like 1989. Damn. So that's weird. That's
0: yeah, that's crazy. 30 years
1: ago? I mean, yeah. I like that when I was born. That's not that long ago to be hung.
0: Yeah. I didn't even know. I thought that shit got... That's crazy.
1: I didn't think you even got a choice. Would you ever do this or this way? Like, <laughs> fuck you. You're just gonna die. Yeah,
0: you get to- Yeah. <laughs> it should be way more... It should be way less... Anyway, No, not gonna. So it. it
1: was witnessed by 12 members of local and regional media, prison officials, and family members of the three victims. He ordered, for his last meal, broiled salmon and fried potatoes potatoes
0: i mean i'm not trying to front i love me Salmon is delicious. fried potatoes but you're not a fish person ugh. salmon's so good i mean fuck him you shouldn't you should get maybe like a chef boy rd but
1: yeah, i don't think they should get their last meals at all
0: i don't either i don't man. know
1: i'm like i'm so back and forth with the whole like death penalty thing anyway like I, it's just it depends crick. on the, for me like yeah.
0: just we don't really ever get no political. into our personal shit but like I, I think it's really based on the crime mm-hmm. you do something really heinous yeah. you don't I understand that every person, if you take dignity away from people, you should probably lose yours as well. Uh,
1: well, yeah, all right. Anyway. So <laughs> off um, the soapbox. So his last words, spoken from the second floor of the indoor gallows, which Ooh. I find so weird, an indoor hanging. But mm. I mean, it would it has to be because if it was outdoor, it'd be public. But yeah, you know, if it was indoors, it has to be indoors. Yeah, at that time, or it'd be public.
0: Yeah, and there's public executions. Right. A thing, yeah. So like,
1: what uh, they have like a little.
0: Well, private gallows. In the, That's a yeah. scary thought, man. Yeah. Just uh, imagine what that looks like. That's like very Tarantino.
1: Scary. Sorry. His last words were recorded by the media witnesses as, I was once asked by somebody, I don't remember who, if there was any way sex offenders could be stopped. I said, no, I was wrong. I was wrong when I said there was no hope, no peace. There is hope. There is peace. I found both in the Lord Jesus Christ. Look in the Lord and you will find peace. He died apparently very quickly from a broken neck. Said so, probably two to three minutes. That's probably as long as I took it to. You know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So well, I don't know, that fuck
0: guy. you, dude.
1: But he chose that over, and, and he. Um, I would say he got lucky because if you're gonna choose a hanging, you best bet your neck breaks.
0: Oh, they got it figured you out. Know? Yeah, I would think so too.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh they got it figured out in 1989. That's yeah, fucking nuts. I don't even know if that was the actual year he was executed, but...
0: Don't add us. We'll figure it out. I'll let you all know later.
1: No, I, yeah, he... I think he... Sorry. I think he was executed even later than that, wow. which is kind of wild to me. I wish I'd put that in there. Fuck but, it, man. Anyway, okay.
0: This is about the last meals and words. Are we
1: ready for on next? I'm <laughs> quite ready. Okay, next we have... Which I didn't know a lot of these people, actually. You can go to Wikipedia. I didn't get all this from Wikipedia. I got it from multiple different sites. Mm-hmm. But because you can't just go to wikipedia and get like last meal last word that you have to like <laughs> yeah. fucking look it up which yeah look up the dudes annoying. and but, the
0: ladies and the- but you
1: can go to wikipedia with i don't know exactly what it is but there's like an execution thing and it literally just tells you like person year how they were murdered last meal well it's weird okay anyway so next we have gary carl simmons jr
0: too many names
1: you know, but with murderers they and serial killers, they have to give the full name. Uh-huh. Because, Just you don't know, trust
0: motherfuckers with more than might, four. Like, you might think gonna that. going to be a killer.
1: Well, you know, your neighbor might be Gary Simmons, mm-hmm. but he might be Gary Bob Simmons. He's Gary not Gary Bob. Carl Simmons. Yeah.
0: Carl. Don't get me fucking started on Carl.
1: Okay. So Simmons was convicted of murdering and dismembering a 21-year-old man with carving knives in 1996 Fuck. and hog tying and raping his girlfriend. Jesus Christ the man that he murders girlfriend, not his girlfriend right still fuck you the, dude. Yeah the gruesome event occurred when he when Wolf and his girlfriend that's the man that he murdered arrived at Simmons home to collect a debt. According to the New York Daily News, an argument broke out after the couple demanded the money and Simmons and his former brother-in-law Timothy Milano shot him shot Wolf to death and Daily Mail reports Simmons then tied up the girl and went with Milano to scatter Wolf's remains in an alligator-infested bayou behind the house. Fucking shit. Yeah. according That to the, is
0: some fucking bayou shit right uh, there, right? dude.
1: Uh, yeah. And according to the Inquisitor...
0: Nobody body in and doing the thing <laughs> with a <the> guy, though.
1: <laughs> he, while he raped the girl, Jesus. the girlfriend, he told her that her life depended on her sexual performance.
0: Okay, this dude doesn't deserve. Isn't that fucking a disturbing? Yeah, fuck you, bro. Uh, I don't have it written here, but I, I, I did manage. What to. What a piece d- of shit!
1: That she was, she managed to get away and like run to a neighbor, so she she survived. Her. But yeah, leave it to a fucking narcissi- narcissistic asshole to fucking. So fucking... okay,
0: I'm gonna oh yeah, just like all those motherfuckers need to just they didn't get their ass kicked enough in high school.
1: So his last meal was twenty nine thousand. Calories.
0: 29,000 calories? Uh-huh. I so, mean, that sounds like a breakfast I've been doing recently,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> it was one Pizza Hut Medium Supreme. No, I'm sorry. Big dinner box. <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> Andrew ordered this ridiculous pizza box and I spent us like 50 bucks.
1: I didn't mean to. I thought it was like a good deal, and, and we got it, and it was this fucking We're ginormous. Eating We're eating on it all. Dinner box. Week, dude. <laughs> anyway.
0: Not to take away from the murder, but. <laughs>
1: This isn't the murder. This is how he martyr yeah, that 29,000 calories. Man. Fuck
0: this dude. So I don't fuck with this guy.
1: His last meal was one Pizza Hut medium super supreme deep dish. <laughs> thin crust if available.
0: Suck yo dick pizza.
1: Double portion tomato sauce, mushrooms, onions, jalapeno, pepper slices, and pepperoni. Regular portion three cheeses, olives, bell peppers, tomato, garlic, and Italian sausage.
0: Did he just get a pizza? no nope. Did he just get a most, like, the most ridiculous pizza?
1: 10 8-ounce o- ten packs of Parmesan cheese. 10 8-ounce packs of ranch dressing.
0: That's 10 cups.
1: This is just how it That's crazy. No, One 16-ounce this is, this is family size bag of Dorito nacho cheese chips. 8-ounce jalapeno nacho cheese. 4-ounce sliced jalapeno peppers. Two large strawberry milkshakes. Two 20-ounce cherry Cokes. One super size order, McDonald's french fries, extra ketchup, and mayo. And two pints, strawberry ice cream, any brand.
0: What's really freaking me out right now is that I ate that exact <laughs> thing when I was stoned one time.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> um.
0: No, another thing that just comes to, comes to my brain, who's the sour, Who's the fucking motherfucker that has to go get this for the content? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, like, who's out there sourcing this shit? Like, what
1: the fuck is were, this like, shopping list? I hope they were like, they had to call it in, they're like... Hey, all right, yeah, Pizza Hut. We need, and they're like, just read it. Yeah, out. it's for a
0: guy on death row. <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck? If you want to fuck it up? You want to spit in it?
0: Hey, do me a favor. Can we get extra spit with all, really those, sucks. Uh, all those all those parmesans, please? <laughs> Jesus.
1: Uh, okay, his last words were quote should
0: have got a chocolate shake. <laughs> mm, he you know,
1: he clearly likes strawberry.
0: Yeah, clearly.
1: Piece uh, of shit. Okay, so his last words were, "I've been blessed to be loved by some good people, by some amazing people." I thank them for their support. Now let's get on so these people can go home. That's it. This is
0: the same motherfucker that said your survival depends on your sexual performance. Yeah. All right, fuck you, bro. Yeah. You piece of shit. Let's He's get this over like, with because oh, you're I've an evil. I've been fuck. loved
1: by people. Let's just just go ahead and 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 do this. Uh, fuck you, bro. He was executed in Mississippi in 2012 by lethal injection, so it wasn't that long ago.
0: No. Well, fuck you.
1: This next one, I'm not giving you anything but this person's last quote because it was so fucking ridiculous, but I didn't want to go into all the rest of his shit. So his name was Frederick Wood. He was convicted of murder and executed by electric chair in 1969. sparky. His last words were, Gents, this is an educational project. You're about to witness the damaging effect electricity has on wood. Shut the fuck up. Nope, his last name was Frederick Wood. (laughs) <laughs> isn't that fucking so stupid it's like
0: how how are you gonna have a sense of humor in the fucking uh, electric man. chair <laughs> like
1: if you know it was like that french, french fries, fries. Yeah. that's why i had to put that one in there but yeah, i didn't want to no, go into his shit what the
0: fuck isn't that ridiculous it shouldn't be i'm not you're not supposed to tickle me when you're on the
1: it's not know? even it's like i'm just like you're so fucking stupid like i that, fucking hate yeah. you like yeah. it makes me like mad like you're. i fucking hate you what was
0: that the you know the kind of guy who would say some shit like that was that one dude um in that murder documentary that we watched about the husband wow and the that is the most
1: vague fucking shit you could have ever the dad filmed everything the disappearance of Susan Cox Powell yeah,
0: Susan Cox Powell yeah Susan's Cox Powell Susan's Cox Powell sorry respect to her well
1: if you've never watched if you, haven't, oh, if you, if you haven't watched that I covered it sorry about the
0: tangent you did cover it I covered it yeah, in an episode sorry about the but tangent. there
1: is a uh, documentary on uh, oxygen i think it was fuck i don't remember but it's called the disappearance of susan it's horrible it's horrible it's
0: well done but it sucks what happened yeah anyway the dad is the kind of guy that would say some shit probably you know what i mean fuck that guy fuck him a lot fuck all these people
1: when you're
0: i probably said fuck this like (laughs) 30 times i mean
1: none of these people are good i got
0: no ums but i got many fuck this
1: okay next i have somebody kentucky
0: oh fuck
1: so when i was like scrolling when i was looking through all the different Options. Well, sure. It was just kind of all over the place. I was like, "Oh, I need to do somebody from Kentucky." So this is Harold McQueen Jr. Of course it is. He was born July 20... Harold McQueen Jr. <laughs> yeah, well, he was not born... a
0: race car driver,
1: uh-huh. yeah.
0: to our knowledge, oh. to my knowledge.
1: He was born July twenty fifth, nineteen fifty two, and he was the first criminal executed by the state of Kentucky after the reinstatement of capital punishment in the United States in nineteen seventy six. McQueen was sentenced to death on April. 8th hey that's that's my birthday but 1981
0: oh i was not here you weren't
1: born yet for shooting and killing an unarmed store clerk named rebecca o'hearn while robbing the store in which she worked in richmond uh this was committed in oh sorry this was committed on january 17th 1981 his i think i don't oh yeah okay so his last meal so fucking stupid two cheesecakes which he shared with his attorney
0: <laughs> I got cheesecake because like you didn't even get me off
1: and you're gonna share you're gonna share your cheesecake with your attorney
0: listen I got me a cheesecake <laughs> and I got you a cheesecake I know and you I, didn't
1: get me off but like I, I'm, I'm fine so, to share it with you mine
0: has mine has strawberries on it yours does not because you, you did know not what? get me you did free a, of you, you
1: really tried hard so like if you want to choose between the raspberry and the, and the strawberry the raspberry does, does know, have white can, chocolate in it as well it's choose. very nice we're allowed to do this because we live
0: here. We're from, fuck you, I'm from Kentucky, pretty much. On July
1: 1st, 1997, at 12.07 a.m., he was executed by electrocution Damn. at the Kentucky State Penitentiary in... Penitentiary? Penitentiary what?
0: Penitentiary. What?
1: Penitentiary.
0: <laughs> Penitentiary. Fuck! <laughs> We're keeping that in.
1: <laughs> Penitentiary. What do Penitentiary. I do? Penitentiary! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's perfect. Fuck it's you. been a minute since
0: there was just a bunch of just vocal fuck-ups. Penitentiary. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, the first time that I screwed up a word really bad was the same episode. It was when I said, um, simultaneously.
0: Simultaneously. I fucked like that word
1: up so hard in the first episode. I still episode. laugh about all
0: the fucking time.
1: Anyway.
0: Simultaneously.
1: He was executed by electrocution. Oh, remember when I fucked him that, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, is that what
1: it's called?
0: Is that what it is? Fuck
1: off. At the Kentucky State Penitentiary
0: <laughs> in <laughs>
1: Eddyville which I don't actually know where that is. I've been
0: through there for work.
1: In addition to being the first person executed in Kentucky since 1962, um, as of May 2018, uh, he's also the last person executed in the state's electric chair and is the only person since 1976 executed in Kentucky involuntarily.
0: <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? I would never volunteer. I don't
1: really know what that means.
0: I don't know what that is. I would never volunteer for the for the death sentence.
1: So his last words are not very fun, and kind of sad, but his last words were spoken to his spiritual advisor, whatever the fuck.
0: He was a fucking uh, they It was,
1: I love you, Father. Oh mm. uh, yeah, During weird. his execution, smoke was seen rising from the electrodes placed on his right ankle, and he was declared dead eight minutes after the execution had begun. <whistles> That's been a long time. Like, yeah. like. Okay, next. Thank you. Next. Okay. We have <laughs> Rodney Lee Garner. Rodney. He's an American criminal who received the death penalty for shooting a man in the face and killing him during a robbery in
0: 1985. Fuck. That's
1: brutal as fuck. In October... That's 19- the kind of
0: crime a guy named Rodney would commit. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, there's Rodney Alcala. He's also a horrible person. I
0: don't know about him. You have to tell me about him sometime.
1: So, in October 1984, Garner killed Melvin John Otterstrom... Otter Strom, Otter Storm. Peace, Melvin. During a robbery in Salt Lake City. And then, while being moved in April 1985 to a court hearing for the homicide that he previously committed, he fatally shot attorney Michael Burdell in an unsuccessful escape attempt.
0: You piece of shit, Rodney.
1: So he was convicted of two counts of murder and was sentenced to life imprisonment for the first count and received the death penalty for the second. Then, while being held at Utah State Prison, he was charged with another capital crime for stabbing an inmate in 1994. And he's
0: already on death row at this point.
1: Mm -hmm. However, that charge was thrown out by the Utah Supreme Court because the victim survived. Oh, fuck. Oh, he's an inmate. He stabbed him, but he survived. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, Rodney.
1: The execution of Garner at Utah State Prison became the focus of media attention in June 2010, because it was the first to be carried out by firing squad Fuck. in the United States in 14 years.
0: Rodney. Yeah. Rodney, you got fucked up, dude.
1: He stated that he sought this method of execution because of his Mormon background.
0: Whoa, that's how you. That's how Mormons want to go out.
1: 2010.
0: That's f- firing squad in 2010. Yeah. Jesus.
1: So his last meal: lobster tail, steak. Apple Pie with Vanilla Ice Cream and Seven Up. This you'll like, I think. Okay. He also requested to watch The Lord of the Rings film trilogy while he ate his meal in a 48 hour binge session while also reading Divine Justice.
0: I fuck with it. I mean, you're a piece of shit, Rodney, but I get your desire to want to watch the greatest trilogy of all time <laughs> before you die.
1: Oh, come on. What about Star Wars?
0: The best cinematic trilogy. If we're talking general, like, films, it's Lord of the Rings all day.
1: All right. His last words? Yeah. When asked if he had any last words, he responded, I do not. No. And I really wish he would have been like, You shall not (laughs) pass. You (laughs) shall not pass. Or just like, you remember when Ronnie died and He said you wish it was dead. <laughs>
0: well, guess what? I am dead.
1: <laughs> I'm about to be as dead as I can be. <laughs>
0: great little Eminem Sorry reference about that. there. Okay. Sorry for the hell I literally
1: that guy. wrote that in too. I That's knew great. I was dead. Yeah. That's funny. So there are some quotes from him prior to one was I'd prefer to die of an I'd prefer to die of old age, Your Honor, but if that ain't possible, I'll take the firing squad. He said that in nineteen eighty five. Jesus. Uh, then in 1996, he said, I like the firing squad. It's so much easier and there's no mistakes. And then in 2010, he said, I can do a lot of good. First of all, I'm a good example. There's no better example in this state of what not to do. No fucking shit, Ron. Right?
0: Well, come on, Rodney. You
1: fucking dumb dumb.
0: You idiot. So
1: uh, he was executed on June 18th, 2010 at 12 15 a.m. A.M.
0: They be killing people in the middle of the night.
1: Mountain daylight time. I don't know why I said that so weird. I don't either. By a firing squad at Utah State Prison in Draper? Draper? D-R-A-P-E-R? I don't so know. So it feels like Draper? He was... This is just wild to me because this was 2010. hmm He was placed in restraints on a black metal chair with a hood covering his head. Sand Sandbags were arranged around him to absorb ricochets. The firing squad... Was made up of five anonymous volunteers who were certified police volunteers? officers. Okay, the officers stood about twenty-five feet from him, aiming at a white target positioned over his head. One of their .30 caliber Winchester rifles was selected at random and loaded with a non-lethal wax bullet, so that they would not know with certainty who fired the fatal shot. That was 2010.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. That was nine years ago. That's some capital, that's I mean, some that's fucking capital punishment.
1: And like, We're about to
0: blast you, bro. Fuck,
1: also, fuck you. Like, okay, if you are going to get the death penalty. Yeah. You don't get to fucking choose. You shouldn't get
0: to choose, man.
1: That annoy. that is not cool. That's
0: what I'm, that's what I'm at with. I'm also, I'm always kind of back and forth with the death penalty, but like, if you did something that heinous, you don't get to, you shouldn't get to I choose. I mean, all of these people
1: yeah. suck royally. I'll bet. Pretty sure. Okay, next we have Richard Cooey? I you wanna say that's how you say it? It's C O O E Y That's how we're saying it. I mean Gooey, Cooey, Richard Cooey. Either way, Richard it's gross. Wade Cooey, the second. He was an American murderer with um somebody else named Clinton Dickens. Clinton Dickens. He was responsible <laughs> for the murders of twenty-one year old Wendy Alfredo and twenty-one year old Don McCreary in Akron, Ohio on September 1st, 1986. Early on the morning of September 1st, 1986, they they were throwing chunks of concrete off of the Stoner Street Bridge on <laughs> the, <I saw> <laughs> onto U.S. Interstate 77 in Akron. One of the chunks thrown by Dickens struck the vehicle of a University of Akron student, 21-year-old Wendy Afredo, and also in the vehicle was another student, 21-year-old Don McCreary, well... Pretending to rescue both students, the three men actually ended up kidnapping them and Richard, Cooey, the one I'm talking about, then at the age of 19 and the other guy he was with, who was 17, they took the women to a field behind the Rolling Acres Mall where they raped, stabbed, and tortured them for three and a half hours. Fuck. Eventually choking and bludgeoning them to death and abandoned their bodies.
0: Fuck you guys. They also nerd.
1: carved X's into the victim's abdomens. Ugh. And then after the fact, they both blamed each other for the actual murders. So fuck this guy.
0: Yeah, fuck. I fuck. only,
1: there is another fucking awful human, but I'm just talking about Richard at this point.
0: Sure. Fuck you, Richard. So his
1: last meal was T-bone steak with A1 sauce. Probably, onion rings. Probably
0: well done, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> onion rings, french fries. Four eggs over easy, toast with butter, hash browns, a pint of rocky road ice cream, a Mountain Dew soft drink, and authentic bear claw pastries.
0: I mean, this guy is deplorable and deserves no redeeming qualities, but his meal choice was on point.
1: It was weird. It was like he wanted like he wanted his ultimate like
0: fuck him though dinner so, God, and he, breakfast. I hope he chose and dessert. It. Yeah, motherfucker.
1: Top off with uh, Mountain Dew.
0: I would just honest to God, I would just want to get drunk. I would just want to get fucked up.
1: Yeah, but that's most of us. That's not yeah. allowed. So.
0: Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you kind of got to deal with your the consequences when you. <laughs> yeah. When you kill a bunch of people, I'm saying they
1: shouldn't even get to choose their last meal. Much less they these. shouldn't
0: even get to know when it's coming. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like it should just be like, hey, bro, oh, numbers man, up.
1: Like that. Okay, so his death was by lethal injection. <clears throat> he argued, listen to this: that his obesity rendered lethal injection as inhumane as an. As an inhumane form of execution, he claimed that because his veins were clogged with cholesterol, the first drug administered in lethal injections, which is a drug intended to induce paralysis to ensure the prisoner feels no pain, would have only partially affected him. Fucking tough, dude. Which would cause him to suffer greatly when the lethal drugs were administered. He also claimed that prison food was responsible for his obesity.
0: Pish. Bitch! Oh,
1: come on! Yeah, prison no. food cannot be that good. No,
0: and no, no, no fat shaming or anything. But like, what a whack ass excuse! You killed, you raped, you brutally murdered somebody. Like you, you do That has you,
1: nothing to do you, with his. He's yeah, just being dog. a fucking. Okay, so his last words, he said angrily, "Quote you expletive." Haven't paid any attention to anything I've said in the last 22 and a half years. It's because
0: you're a fucking rapist and a murderer.
1: Why would anyone pay any attention to anything I've had to say now? Yeah, we don't. yeah nobody we don't gives care. a shit. And we still don't care, dude.
0: It's more for you than for us at so, this point, you fuck.
1: Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck him, especially. That He's done. I them. mean,
0: fuck all these people. And I've said that throughout this podcast, but fuck him, well, especially. Well, they all suck. Yeah, I mean, they're sure. on death
1: row for yeah, a reason. Yeah well we're on death row mm. Ew. okay so next i have edmund george zagorski zagorski
0: Zagorsky.
1: z-a-g-o-r-s-k-i also i realized that all of these people that i picked are were executed in the united states so if, if you guys like this mm. and you want me to do it i can i can branch out like i mean cause yeah I, I don't know. I just there's just up. so many in the United States that I'm well just,
0: we kill you know. a lot of folks. So
1: okay, so this fucker lured two men into a wooded hunting ground under the pretense of selling them a hundred pounds of marijuana. Damn, that's a big buy. Before shooting them and slitting their throats. Well, one
0: kind of should serve the other. What the fuck, Zavalsky, um, whatever the fuck.
1: So one of the reasons I chose this is because this is his last meal is so fucking stupid. What'd he get? So he previously he rejected sausages? a final meal.
0: Oh, and then he got hungry. And
1: then he asked for pickled ham hock and pig tails. What? 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 Pickled ham hock and pickled... Also, I want to let you know that this guy was executed in 2018.
0: Oh, he was probably like one of those fucking bougie ass... Pickled ham hock. want chef wannabe motherfuckers. And
1: pig tails. Mm. So mere hours so after... So acidic. Your last... Who was eating that ever?
0: Give me some yogurt or something.
1: Ugh. Mere hours after the TNSC refused to hear his case on October 8th, 2018, he requested that he be executed with the state's electric chair, which had last been used over a decade earlier in September 2007, and the Tennessee Department of Correction refused the request on October 8th... or Sorry, October 9th pointing out that he had waited too long to make such a request and had been asked whether he wanted to reconsider the method of his execution six months in advance. There was a whole lot of back and forth and blah, blah, blah. So I was just kind of giving you like a quick little, he was, you know, I want to be executed this way and there was a lot of whatever. So ultimately, he was executed by electrocution on Thursday, November 1st, 2018. Damn, that's super recent. It was last year. Yeah, not even a year ago. Electrocution. Yeah, man. At the Riverbend Maximum Security. Maximum? Shut up. Uh At the Riverbend Maximum. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking, you make me mess up. Sure, 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 sure. At the Riverbend Maximum Security Institution (laughs) in Nashville. (laughs) Being pronounced dead at 7.26 p.m. He was the first inmate legally electrocuted in nearly six years since the January 2013 execution of Robert Gleason in Virginia, and the second inmate executed in Tennessee since executions resumed there in August 2018, and with the electrocution of David Earl Miller on December 6, 2018, the first of two inmates electrocuted in Tennessee in 2018. Sorry if that was kind of a lot. Cool. His final words. There was two of them. Fuck you. Let's rock. The fuck you mean? Let's rock. Right?
0: These humans.
1: So that's the... Wait. So that's the last of my full okay. people. Yeah. But... That was good. I was like, I didn't touch on any women. Yeah. Because we're so awesome and we like, don't do this shit.
0: That's true. It's, it's it's kind of startling how many dudes murder versus how many women murder.
1: Yeah. So I've, I I wrote down two women. I'm just going to give their brief. Like, da-da-da. So, Teresa Lewis... She was a proxy murderer, so which means she... Like, got she got motherfuckers to murder for her? Yeah, I think it was her husband and her son. Murdered this by was, proxy. Basically. Yeah. It was in Virginia in 2010. She was executed by lethal injection. Her last meal, two fried chicken breasts, sweet peas with butter, a Dr. Pepper, and German chocolate cake.
0: It's just American style sweet food, man. Sweet peas with
1: butter? Yeah, sounds good. Ew. And then we have Velma Barfield. Velma! She's a murderer from North Carolina in 1984. 19, sorry, was that loud? Hmm. <laughs> when I say 1984, that's, that's when she was executed. What's up? Which was by lethal injection. She declined a special meal, but ended up having a bag of cheese doodles and a 12-ounce can of Coca-Cola instead. I guess she just like bought it with her...
0: Her commissary um, she, or yeah. whatever, yeah.
1: And then I had to touch on a couple other people because their shit was just insane so philip workman a murderer from tennessee i think he was executed in 2007 2007 by lethal injection this is so wild for his last meal he declined a special meal for himself but he asked for a large vegetarian pizza to be given to a homeless person in nashville tennessee wow Uh, the request was denied by the prison but was apparently carried out by others across the country Whoa. And then the last person I'm going to do, I have a couple little facts I'm going to spout off. But Peter J. Mignel, M-I-N-I-E-L. He's a murderer uh, executed in Texas 2004 by lethal injection. This was his order. Okay, you ready? I'm ready, baby. 20 beef tacos. I get it. 20 beef enchiladas. Two double cheeseburgers. A pizza with jalapenos, fried chicken, spaghetti with salt spaghetti with salt?
0: Uh, you would if you could.
1: Half of a chocolate cake, half a vanilla cake, cookies and cream ice cream, caramel, pecan, fudge ice cream, a small fruit cake, two Cokes, two Pepsis, two root beers, and two glasses of orange juice.
0: Whoa. That's fucking stupid. <clears throat> just gonna gorge himself.
1: To wrap this up, I kind of just found some stuff I just kind of wanted to close it off with. According to deathpenaltyinfo.org, okay. which I stumbled upon, as of May 31st, 2019, nine prisoners have been executed in the United States, carried out in five different states, which are Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida.
0: Okay. Of those. The South.
1: Um, the youngest was 42 and the oldest was 70. They were all males. As of June 6th, 2019, a total of 42 executions are scheduled to take place in the United States and these executions are scheduled over six calendar years in four different United States. It goes all the way to 2024. Wow. You can literally see who's going to be executed on what day all the way up to 2024. It blew my mind. What a fun thing to find. Well and so then two little I guess little facts that had to do with Kentucky that I found on this website. Kentucky holds the record for the most judicially authorized executions in a single day. Whoops. On July 13th, 1928, seven men were sub- sequentially electrocuted in, quote, Old Sparky, the nickname given to the electric electric chair in Eddyville. Wow. So I guess we came up with that. That's horrible. Also, Ken- Kentucky has not executed a female in more than 150 years. On fep- September. On February 7th, 1968, Kentucky executed a 13-year-old um, African-American girl, which is fucking insane, identified only as Susan. The youngest person whose age is known executed in the state was an enslaved 12-year-old boy named Bill, who was hanged on July 30th, 1791, and currently... To this day right now, 29 states have the death penalty. 21 states don't have it, and four of those who do have it have a governor impose which a I, moratorium, which is
0: moratorium, yeah. So, it's like a hold. Wow.
1: Boom.
0: Boom. So. Wow, that was a lot. That was cool.
1: I wanted to give a little couple little facts about at the end because the death penalty has changed so much. Sure. And really when personally I'm like do they even do it anymore? Like you just automatically think like they mm-hmm. aren't even doing it anymore. It's but still happening. They man. are. I mean, yeah. just to see that page that went all the way to twenty twenty four. Yeah, we
0: should put a link to that in the website. Crazy. Well, wow, that but was yeah, cool, if man. You
1: guys like the whole me doing the last meals, last words thing? Let me know, and I'll do it again.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I I still just feel like I would still totally choose surf and turf, mac and cheese, and, <laughs> and if and if and if it was if they would give me beer, I would I would yeah, just take beer. I
1: don't think that you would get it.
0: But if I and you know I get it, but I would just
1: I would still want, and I don't think any of
0: those motherfuckers deserved booze either. So you know,
1: no, they don't. They don't. No. The
0: only don't. way I would end up on death row is if something happened to you,
1: and oh, motherfuckers had to pay on some
0: on some John Wick Jesus shit. Christ. Just so you know,
1: I think I would stick to spaghetti.
0: Yeah,
1: I think I still would want spaghetti.
0: There's nothing wrong with also. A spaghetti. I, would, I
1: think maybe like um habachi like the uh-huh
0: teriyaki chicken. Yes. You love some teriyaki I, chickens.
1: I love, yeah, like, Penn Station. You love it. Teriyaki chicken. No, but, Kichigan. like, Shogun. I don't know if everybody has that. But it's, like, you <laughs> I know, don't, your basic. Everybody has some kind of yeah, Japanese. Yeah, it's, like, the basic, you know, you go and mm-hmm. have the hibachi grill. And they, you know, do the volcano of onions, blah, blah, blah. That I, I that is my jam. Do you think
0: they'd let you have the show? I would so request, would request it. You would request the show. Like, can yeah. you
1: bring in?
0: I want the shrimp. I want him to throw me the shrimp. You don't, <laughs> I don't like don't shrimp, like but shrimp. I know. But, yeah. but I would
1: want him to try to Normal let me do. catch the little ball of rice.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: huh? And I want my soup and my salad.
0: I got to get that soup and salad.
1: Yeah, I think I would. I add that. I add that on. Plus spaghetti, bacon.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And if I can't have wine, right. what would be your drink of choice without beer?
0: Coffee. Ew. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty It much- would
1: be super... Awake, thinking about how you're about to be dead.
0: I mean, it's coming for me.
1: Ew.
0: I'd no. rather be, I'd rather die awake than sleep. I'd probably asleep.
1: just do like, like Coke, a cola. Yeah, oh, Coke, yeah, of course. Anyway, go no, just a line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want to let me do a fat rail, bro. Well,
1: that was mine. I
0: loved it. I'm glad. I'm glad that we're getting to the point where we can revisit content because I have stuff I'd like to revisit yeah. too. Yeah, um, I
1: just felt like I needed to take a little baby break. From obviously, these people. We're not lighthearted and they all suck They all did horrible things, but it wasn't, we were able to break down their fucking stupid ass last choices and make fun of their stupid. Yeah.
0: Fuck them. Rest in peace to all the victims.
1: Now I want to hear yours.
0: All right. So I'll just get into it. Please do. Our story this evening begins with a one Benjamino evangelista. Whoa! Born in Naples, Italy, in 1885. My Whoa. dude, my dude, probably best known as a self-proclaimed divine prophet. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of my script here for a second. I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-hmm. This, well, I'm gonna give you a little preface. Okay. This is gonna cover a few little things, but it's mainly gonna focus on my the life of Benny. This guy, Benjamino. We're going to talk about him predominantly through the story, but I'm going to segue and talk about some other stuff that are kind of maybe interrelated. And this takes place back in the day. And yeah, a real long time ago. I'll just, um, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know how to quantify, you could say that it's true crime. You could say that it's. How
1: about you just tell the story and we'll figure out what we think it is. I
0: appreciate you. Because I didn't prepare myself.
1: Also, if you happen to hear like a. Hah!
0: It's our bitch ass John Snow in the background.
1: We've locked him out of the office. This
0: podcast really does just feature our animals. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's get back into it. My bad. So we're not going to focus on Benjamino's younger life.
1: Benjamino, though.
0: He's Italian.
1: Benjamin.
0: Benjamino. All right. We right. don't know. We don't fucking speak Italian. I'm going to speak a lick of Italian. He was born in 1885, but we're not going to link back up with him until 1904, when a 19-year-old Benny, as he came to be called in his later life, he came to America with his brother, Antonio. They That's li-
1: so funny because my best friend, whose two year old birthday party I went to, I was talking about Benji. the wine story earlier. Yeah, yeah. his name is Benjamin, and they call him Benny or Benny. B. And so, yeah. hi Emma, hi Benji. What up? What up? But it's just funny that yeah, yeah, the way that you the other the the difference of the way that you're pronouncing <laughs> it is like what was it?
0: Be- Benjamino. Oh, Benjamin. Is re- his yeah. full name? I know, but yeah. then you said he went. Oh, he did. Say he, 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 went by and Benny. He, he starts going by Benny because people probably clowned him for being called ben- Benjamino, like we are. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes to America with his brother, Antonio, and they landed originally in Philadelphia in 1904. So there's a huge, I just oh, want to say that 1904. there's 1904, 1904 <laughs> there's a
1: huge,
0: huge influx of immigration at this point. Industry is blowing up, everything is changing, and he comes with his brother to Philadelphia to seek employment, blah, blah, blah.
1: Any specific reason for I don't know. I don't know. No, I Just can't booming, speak to that. probably.
0: And I don't know if Antonio was his older brother, but based on their relationship, I think so. And I assume that he had work and brought Benny with him. Okay. They didn't do well together. Tony. Tony, Tony and ben. Tony's, Benny. Tony's Benny. Tony's Benny. Benny and Tony. Tony's Benny. Coming out to I the, got a job. Coming
1: out to Philly, you know? Oh. Okay. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm sorry.
0: We, we don't <laughs> Antonio disowns Benny shortly after they arrive in Philadelphia because Benny apparently begins having mystic visions of a very non-Catholic nature. So they're diehard Catholics. They move to America and Benny starts having visions uh, that he's saying esoteric, you know, not necessarily Catholic. You know, maybe he's seeing ghosts or demons or things that, that don't work with the Catholic belief of the time. Okay. Antonio actually sends Benny to York, Pennsylvania, where he has him, where he secured work for him. Oh, so he didn't as, really disown him. He was just like, get the fuck out of here, you crazy dude. I got you some work over here. Yeah. Fuck off. I, and, and that's the last we ever hear of Antonio. All right. So Benny goes to work in Pennsylvania on a railroad construction company, work for them. So a few things happen at this point.
1: How old is he? Do we know?
0: He was 19 in 18... 18- or, I'm sorry, yeah. he was 19 in 1904. Okay. So he's 19... 19- so young, very yeah. young. So when he's okay. about 21, so 1906, Benny claimed to be receiving visions from a variety of deities and entities from the hours of 12 a.m. to 3 a.m.
1: Witching hours Yes.
0: Where they guided him through the true human history, which contradicted, apparently, a lot of the historical and biblical facts of the time, of of, of what we know. So they're telling him a true human history. He began writing it all down, which would later become the first volume in an intended four-volume set called The Oldest History of the World, Discovered by the Occult Science. Oh. He worked on this for his entire life. And actually, it got to the point to where he actually had established a religion among the Italian culture in where he ends up settling.
1: The Italian culture in in Well, he later, he,
0: he's going to go to Detroit in a little while. But in 1906, he starts receiving these visions and writing this story. Mm-hmm. And he... But he
1: finds, like, a, a, the Italian culture, wherever it is that he ends Well, up. he's
0: an immigrant. They all, you know, at that time, uh-huh. they were, it was all subculture. Everybody was linking up yeah. it, together, yeah. you know, because it's a fucking brand new world.
1: Yeah. A whole new
0: world. Don't you dare read this book. Oh,
1: my God. Side note. <laughs> oh, here we the go. The New Aladdin. Fire. Fire fire it was so good
0: you ain't never had a friend
1: like me
0: okay stop sorry so (laughs) he wrote this book called the oldest history of the world discovered by occult science and he worked on it his whole life as i said and eventually he would actually begin a religion okay
1: i have a stupid question okay are you saying occult, like OCC, or Correct. a cult? No,
0: not a cult. The occult, like
1: occult. Yeah. Okay. 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 And I want
0: to do like a primer on this because I'm I, I'm finding that I really enjoy these stories. Yeah. You, so the, you
1: focus a lot on the, the occult, occult.
0: It really kind of is a bunch of different fringe beliefs mm-hmm. taken from spattered religious stories and stuff that people really connected with in the early 1900s. And there's so many stories. So of,
1: much. That. well
0: no of course but that's when it's really kind of interesting when like seances were going on and there well was... then there's the
1: whole satanic panic and like the 80s oh, yeah there's I mean? all that
0: stuff yeah. i mean so the occult not a cult i, know, I the just occult. wanted to yeah.
1: clarify yeah that you it wasn't He's, he wasn't like i'm gonna give you a cult religion he is he was a
0: somewhat prominent occultist of his time and a place word? Occultist? yeah occultist for okay. sure all right i listen to occult podcasts Ooh. um anyway so he establishes this religion Called the Great Union Federation of America. Which doesn't really sound like a religion to me. Uh, but he would garner a fair following in time.
1: Guffa. What's the what's the acronym for that? Guffa. Great G U Great Goofa. G U F F A. Goofa. <laughs> <It's G-U-F-F-A>. Goofa. <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh I'm with Goofa. I'm you wanna so talk with about uh, Goofa? <laughs> uh,
0: You wanna talk about the true history? Anyway, we're <laughs> we're taking sorry. away from ourselves. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So while he's writing this book, and while he's working on the railroads, he falls in with this dude named Aurelius Angelino, uh, who was also from Naples. They were both Italian immigrants, mm-hmm. and they become fast friends based on their history, and they both have a love for the occult, and they start work, they start dabbling in the occult together. So we're talking seances, invoking spirits, spells, herbalism, etc.
1: Herbalism?
0: Herbalism. Sorry. I've got a weird background. We say pets. things strangely. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's move past it. So they have similar interests, blah, blah, blah. And they work on this shit together for like 12 years. Okay. And then, or, you know, a long time. And then in 1919, something really fucked up happens. Aurelius, who's his friend, which is also a fucking gnarly ass Aurelius. name. Aurelius. Aurelius. It, it reminds me of... Um, the gladiator. Yeah, that's what Aurelius, I was thinking. Yeah. What is
1: it? What is it? What,
0: there's... I can't remember. I can't either. I'm a bad fan for not remembering. So, and Aurelius snaps, he kills his family with an axe. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't, it was the way you, it's not funny. It was it's the
0: timing. Like,
1: I know. He snapped, kills family with an axe. I just like, you're about to go into a full I rap.
0: just try to do like a lot of hip hop subtext. No. That's so, fuck. in 1919, Aurelius, he straight up just kills his family.
1: How, like how many... People.
0: Uh, it's two two kids, wife and two kids. Fuck. He was sent to a prison for the criminal. With an axe. Sen- With an axe, yeah.
1: Fuck that guy.
0: Yeah, we're just getting. We're just. That was just a little, a little sample. Uh, super fucked up by this whole thing. Benny actually leaves, uh, Pennsylvania. Well, yeah. So he moves to Detroit. In Detroit, he begins to work as a carpenter and starts to invest in real estate. During this time, he also gets married to a woman named Santina, and they end up having four children. Whoa. He does really well for himself, and eventually he starts dabbling in the occult again. Oh. So he stopped when his friend died, or killed his family, sorry, and when he moved to Detroit, he didn't fuck with the cult, and then he picked it back up.
1: Okay. It uh, wasn't, was it his, oh, it was his friend. It was his friend yeah, that killed, friend. yeah, okay. friend killed the family. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I should take a break from that. Oh, I'm gonna get married and have some kids. Maybe the whole occult thing wasn't that big of a deal. Like, maybe <laughs> right. I'll just get right back into it. I bet that wasn't what caused my friend to kill his whole fucking family.
0: Right. So, he, at this point, you know, it's it's 19, we're in the 1920s. He's written the first volume of this book. He's He starts doing uh, in-house psychic healings for oh. people on okay. the local neighborhood who are mostly Italian, as I said. He would charge up to 10 bucks a sesh, which back then was like <laughs> two days worth of work.
1: Yeah. So but, he's he's So like wait when you say that he's he's written this first volume yeah that's just for his personal his own right? thing it's not, like, it's not yeah. published like right. it's just his it's self-published own he
0: self-published it thing yeah and but people, it is
1: out there where people can buy it
0: i don't know if it's still available i didn't have time to look
1: i mean like then yeah it was out there for people yeah. to buy it oh, oh yeah. okay okay he
0: had a following like people followed. okay well i yeah. didn't know if it was like we're gonna personal, get we're gonna like, get more diary
1: he's calling a volume or yeah. if it was like an actual no it was a book it was okay. a book okay
0: dictated to him by the spirits is what he said wow. between right. the hours of midnight and 3 a.m
1: who was there was another thing you did that was like this
0: edgar casey's kind of similar to this yeah so, he's doing these healings. He's doing all of this. So he's he's also doing really well in real estate. He's doing well with his side hustle, which is the occult. And so if he, this
1: was today, this would be a reality show.
0: Absolutely,
1: <laughs> my li- true life. I'm in the occult and I'm a realtor. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he he saw himself as a prophet. And so hype on his success in real estate and his occult side hustle. He moves his family into a house at the corner of St. Aubin and Mack Avenues in Detroit. Big ass house. He does the healings in his house. He holds his church service in his house.
1: Wow. He does a
0: fair amount of his real estate dealings in and out of this house as well. It's kind of his base of operations.
1: Yeah. Uh, Man of many colors. He
0: had a basement that you could see from the street. And he had like this huge paper mache, like really beautiful display of the cosmos that he had made and that's where he did all of his like occult work was in the kind basement. of like
1: a it's like a paper
0: mache galaxy that he had made.
1: Like in the window?
0: Yeah you could like, like see a, down um, through a what window. What is that
1: called? A uh It's like a window. <laughs> no. When you why can I not think of what it's called. I don't know. When you have the all the different glass pieces,
0: oh, like a mosaic. Yeah,
1: like a mosaic. Yeah,
0: except it was you could see it through the window, and he had it like physically, like up on the ceiling and stuff. Yeah, all right. So he, you know, he was doing really well. Everything was going Mm -hmm. fine. Everything was going, and his wife was like super happy. They had four young children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the he was the you know the main pastor of this church that he created that people were going to. Mm -hmm. So now it's 1929 from where we are now. July the third. In fact, a man by the name of Vincent Elias swings by their resident around ten thirty in the morning to discuss the final details on a real estate deal.
1: Venny. Venny, you come by in the morning. You we got to close out this deal, Venny. And I've
0: heard a few things that it was about either buying a real estate or that a real estate property was going to be demolished, and he was going to buy all the timber and all of the parts of the house so that he could use them in his own real estate business. So I'm not sure. Of the this it's a very long time ago. So he gets, to, he gets to the house around 1030 in the morning. And I can't speak to how, but Vincent Elias discovers the entire family murdered.
1: Great. Okay. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Is the door unlocked? You just go in. I can't.
0: I can't say. I can't speak. To it. I don't know if he saw them from the windows. I can't say if he got in through from the, the doors or the walls. The, walls or the, the, the to the sweat, sweat dro- that was dripping down his balls. Oh, I can't I wasn't speak even to it. Do, oh, oh, fuck, this is we drinking. We know things. Gross. Dip your dip your tit in this occult shit right oh. now with me. Uh. So he alerts the authorities. Obviously. <laughs>
1: beep 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 beep.
0: Uh, and it said that the everybody's enti- dead. Everyone in the house is dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to elaborate on that okay, in just a moment. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The entire Detroit Homicide Division was dispatched, apparently. All because three of them. It wasn't that he was super famous or noto- notable or whatever. It was the...
1: He's an elite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to... Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
0: here's what they found. Sitting at his desk was Benny Evangelista with his hands folded in his lap as if he was in prayer. His decapitated head... <gasps> Was resting by his feet. <gasps> oh. Mrs. Evangelista oh. was found in her bed with their 18-year-old child Mario. Her Ooh, head. Why was, was
1: she in bed with her 18-year-old?
0: 18-month. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, did okay. I, I say year? Like, like, my bad. It's 18-year-old. 18
0: 18 my bad. 18-month-old. Okay. Uh, oh. Mario. Mario. Her, her, Mario. Her head was severed, <gasps> and I'm gonna spare you what happened to the baby. Oh. Angelina. The same thing. Angelina was seven years old. Her sister that she shared a room with was Margaret, Margaret, who was five years old.
1: No. They were
0: both massacred in their beds. No. And across the hall was Jean, who suffered the same fate.
1: Fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't see that come in.
0: I read that around Benny's head, there which is down by his yeah. feet, yeah. were three framed photographs of a child in a coffin. Which was led to, I guess they later confirmed that he had had a child earlier in life that had died.
1: Mm. But I didn't
0: find, I couldn't find out if that was true or not. And I didn't see it in every article. As
1: in like he would have had that.
0: Maybe he had in the them. the house. Or like, like, yeah. Something. they are, yeah. like
1: the wife knew like that was like a thing. Like, something like that. He was like, oh, like, yeah. oh God, old timey shit's so fucking weird. But they used to take pictures yeah, the of they them like dead. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, oh my God. You just. Okay. So what just happened was that Tom was holding his papers that he was reading and then just dropped them to the floor as if, like, he was done. And I was like, are we <laughs> fucking – are you kidding we're not,
0: me? We're not done.
1: Thank God. Okay. He picked up more papers all stealthily off of the Yeah, internet. I have
0: more to go. And Jesus. So I will say that where we're going to go from here – is we're going to talk a little bit about what the police thought could have happened. And then we're going to talk about some other events that happened in Detroit between 1929 and 1931.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's Get it.
0: The police. What the
1: fuck though? They're all fucking dead. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that.
0: The police. Who
1: was the one that found him? What was his name?
0: Uh, uh, Vincent Elias, I believe was his name. Vinny. Vinny. I don't.
1: I don't trust Vinny.
0: No, man. Um... I don't trust Vinny. Well, Vinny never comes under suspicion. Oh, I just like, I family. don't
1: trust a <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just get it out of your system. Right, it's done. I'm
0: sorry. The police used what few clues they had to pursue three very different theories. One of them revolved around several notes found in the home that suggested Benny had once been threatened by an organization known as the Black Hand, which was a criminal group that had for a very, very long time preyed on wealthy Italian immigrants. The most recent letter was 6 month old and warned that it was the note said this is your last chance. Hmm. The problem with the Black Hand theory is that by 1929 it was uh kind of over. Uh organized crime such as like the full-blown mafia had kind of already started to structure itself was, from the from the the dregs of the Black Hand, the mafia uh-huh. was already starting was it, to rise. with the
1: Black Hand? Just in the, in a, that specific location where they were? Or was it no, all it was, over the United States?
0: Wherever there were Italians is how it kind of... Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wherever there were Italian culture is kind of how okay. they, they said it. Yeah. Another theory, which is a little bit more possible, is there's this dude named... Umber- plausible. What did I say? Possible? hmm Either works, right? Well... It's possible that this happens. Yeah, it's probably too.
1: more plausible. Yeah.
0: Well, potato, potato, humus, hummus. What are you going to do? It's plausible. This dude named Umberto... Tecchio, who was 42 years old, had visited the Evangelista home the night before the bodies were found. He was making a final payment on a house that he had bought from Benny.
1: Hmm. okay.
0: So he was there, Tecchio. Cash money. So Umberto was there with his homie named Angelo Depelli, who had accompanied him from the house on the night before the murders. They were brought in the next day for questioning after uh, cops had found an axe and a keen-aged like a keen edged knife, like a very sharp knife in the dude's garage.
1: Well, okay. How did they know that they had been there? Was there like a receipt? Dated uh, I suppose, probably. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So both dudes were like, we don't know what the fuck going on. Yeah. I mean, they gave on. them
1: their money. So, yeah.
0: Like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. We went out drinking. Yeah. We went home. We have no idea. Uh, so, we're
1: celebrating a new home. No.
0: And this is funny, you should do that accent largely thanks to prejudice against Italian immigrants. Oh, I wasn't
1: mean <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, no, we just like to do accents. Yes, we do like to do Despite an how accent. How, uh, poorly we we
0: do them. Though. Yes, we do them very poorly.
1: It poorly. No, I don't know what So the they
0: were was. like they were kind of the favorite for the crime because and crime suspects. Yeah. And but because uh, they
1: had just been there and they have receipts.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they it never really stuck, and um, they got away. They they were never charged. Mm-hmm. Another really interesting thing that happened was in that in 1923. Mm-hmm. So this is seven, you know, six years before it happened. Benny's old friend Aurelius escaped from the Pennsylvania prison for the criminally insane, where oh. he would been incarcerated and was never seen again.
1: <gasps> but that was in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania to Michigan. Yeah.
0: In the early 1900s, you could do it. You could make that journey.
1: Yeah. I mean, you would have to figure out. There's the a lot way. of, but there's a, a lot of people that. Agent, I mean, I probably wouldn't be that hard to track him down.
0: Yeah. There's a whole thing that Aurelius found him. And he was like doing really well for himself, this and that. And was just. Yeah. And, you know, and he had killed his own family and, you know, killed him. Yeah. He killed his family. There's a whole theory that that's what happened.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's very yeah. plausible.
0: There's a ton of like old school, like really cool like newspaper articles and stuff that i'm going to put on the website that i found on some of my research that mm-hmm. was like family murdered by axe man and this and that you know voodoo because they, they they would call and it, it's not appropriate at all because it's from a different region you know it's like based in cajun culture but they would say that it was voodoo like vo- the voodoo murders or the voodoo this the voodoo that yeah. as a code for what the occult was as opposed yeah, to saying yeah. the occult they would call it like voodoo
1: that i know of a whole case that's literally like the voodoo murders
0: yeah so yeah, after Angelino escaped, um, you know, Aurelius, when he escaped, there's no record of him ever again after 1923. No one ever saw him again, heard from him again. No records hold anything about him from 1923 ever. And you know, so the he,
1: shitty thing about the fact that this happened in 1923 is that DNA is not a thing yet.
0: Right. Right. Well, they did have fingerprints of the scene, but they never were able to match them with anyone. They—that's why everybody ended up getting off because they never matched. This isn't that.
1: I mean, this is way before like CODIS. This is oh, like, I for mean, sure. Of course, they aren't going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. That's why there were so many fucking serial killers and murderers and shit. Because, like, you know, they weren't getting away, you know... I mean, they were getting away with it because there wasn't yeah. the technology yet. And that's why I think now we're starting to catch a lot of these fucking assholes. Like, the Golden State Killer. They've been able to freaking catch him because of the Ancestry.com stuff. Yeah. And, like, the... D- or, you know, people submitting their DNA for 21 yeah. and Me or whatever it is. And, unfortunately, with this stuff, you know... Kind of, I mean, it wasn't... We didn't have it that. then. Yeah. But... When they keep DNA, that's the cool thing that it can still be solved. Yeah, so much further. Yeah, out. But in this case, I feel like that's probably not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. So they, you know, they arrested a bunch of folk. Nothing really stuck, and so there's kind of a uh, the case goes cold. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is there's a few more occult related crimes that happened between 1929 and 1931 so i'm going to touch on some of those
1: in the same area
0: yeah in detroit okay so one of the one of the original suspects for the evangelista case was a man by the name of robert harris police didn't feel it was too far of a reach because harris was the founder of his own detroit-based cult and had already and was already in jail for murder on November 20th, 1932, so this is a few years later that he gets he gets arrested, police found the body of James J. Smith tied to a crudely built altar and stabbed through the heart with a silver knife. Ugh. Harris claimed that Smith was a willing sacrifice and offered himself as such. However, the fact that Harris had to knock Smith out with a wagon axle before stabbing him threw that suspicion into claim. Uh, what? Yeah, so after Harris gets arrested, he's like, dude, I'm a king. I'm a fucking occult king. I am going to kill so many people, including the mayor.
1: So these are like, it's very confusing just in the terms that you've said, but it's like the occult is like their own separate cults.
0: Yeah, you could, uh, yes. Yes. I think you could tie them to that, but a lot of the belief systems are really kind of like closely related yeah. in a lot of these stories. So Harris actually Jeez. confessed to the Evangelista killings.
1: And he killed him with a what?
0: He killed this dude, uh, James J. Smith, with a, he knocked him out with a wagon axle. What
1: the fuck is that?
0: So like a wheel axle, like a big long kind of piece that connects two wheels.
1: Ugh.
0: Knocked him out with that, and then killed him with a knife. Fuck. He confessed to the, to killing Benny and his family
1: b sorry nope nope sorry.
0: nope nope uh so he confessed to killing benny and benny's family mm-hmm. but the the fingerprints found at the scene didn't match and they largely thought he was doing it for his own kind of legacy
1: no yeah what, well, so that's, what let him that's, go? that's
0: why he said that he claimed to have done it was for his own like personal that's what the police thought because they were like you obviously weren't there you're just claiming it However, it could have still very well. These are just a few theories as to what the police think could have happened.
1: Ugh, so they let that guy go?
0: Yeah. Great. Yeah. He he. Well, he Even was already he... in prison, actually, for murdering oh, that dude. Okay. So he didn't get let go. Oh, okay. They just dropped the charges of his confession. Like, they just didn't honor his confession because they didn't believe him.
1: But he was in prison for a different murder?
0: Yep. Remember the wagon axle? Yeah. That oh, whole the thing? other... Could, James J. Yeah, Smith?
1: I, I see. I'm sorry.
0: Another occult kind of thing that happened in Detroit is the story of the Witch of Del Rey. So you this is just kind of a there are people that believe she could have been involved, but I didn't find anything that connected it. However, it's kind of an interesting story and it's tied to Detroit and the occult in the time. So I'm going to just kind of tell you. OK, so her name was Rose Varis and she was a Hungarian immigrant. She was not unlike most immigrants at the time. She had ex- escaped harsh living conditions and found a new life in America. She worked really hard. And even though it was during the depression, she still managed to get enough money together to build a boarding house where she would keep tenants. Okay. Uh, However, her neighbors kind of saw her in a spooky light and they called her the Witch of Del Rey. On August 27th, 1931, police arrived at Varys Boarding House with a warrant for her arrest in connection with the death of 10 men who at one time or another had lived in her house.
1: Uh, Oh, so did the neighbors just call her did they call her that before they like, called her
0: that before oh before this happened yeah okay. i'm gonna get into it the police were tipped off to varus activities after the death of 68 year old steve mack who died after falling or being pushed off of a ladder it was quickly discovered that Varys had placed life insurance policies on all of her borders making up to four thousand dollars for each death how
1: about the- she able to do that
0: well don't you have to
1: have some kind of like
0: i don't know that you i don't know that you well they live in her house i don't
1: think you do i think i learned this the other day that like you can literally fucking you can take insurance policy like you can take insurance policies out on anybody you fucking want that's crazy because like you're paying it yeah which is yeah it's crazy that isn't
0: anyway so she said later on that this was like a hungarian tradition like this is what you do in hungary when you have a boarding house you take out insurance policies to protect the people that's what she said she that's what that was her rationale anyway Mm. in total the police found 50 other insurance policies some which had been (gasps) paid out despite an overwhelming amount of evidence miss various was not easy to convict uh this was largely due to the fact that all of her neighbors didn't want to testify against her because they widely believed that she was magic yeah they were all like hungarian and so this is another thing like where the culture is all kind of self self-contained yeah Yeah. and that even making eye contact with her was enough to make their children sick or make their husbands lose their jobs she was she was known to possess great knowledge of all forms of black magic people thought she could turn into a wolf so no nobody would testify against her initially because like people had come before you know like there have been allegations before but none of her neighbors were willing to even entertain it you know wow so not really connected to our guy benny but still like an occult thing that's happening sure yeah what happened was the neighborhood kind of changed it was largely becoming african-american and so varis found that she didn't she wasn't able to intimidate the new neighbors as well and it actually led to her undoing because uh this dude named george hallis uh, came forward to testify that he actually saw her push the dude, push that dude off of the off his ladder and kill him. Oh, so like, and it's actually corroborated by another guy that said she actually offered him five hundred dollars if he didn't tell. So she gets arrested
1: just based off of this guy's testimony. Off of these saying two dudes, that he, that yeah, he saw him, witnessed, yeah, witnessed it, I, yeah, like testimony. And okay. so
0: she she was under suspicion of like ten to fifteen murders, was Jesus convicted Christ. of one of them. However, in December of 1945, she was in her 60s. Uh, they exonerated her and they let her go. And she was just set free.
1: Well, I mean, witness, if it's just based off of like some people being like, yeah, we saw her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Evidence there is like very vague. And the, all the other potential murders, like if you don't, do they have bodies? I mean.
0: Well, no, but she had cash. She'd already cashed in like four or five of yeah. these insurance policies. So what you have is you have the death of yeah. Benny evangelist Mm -hmm. yeah you have the murders that harris did and tried to claim the murder of benny Mm -hmm. you have the the witch of del rey and you also have the fact that benny's case was never solved and remains cold to this whole family his whole family i still
1: think it was dude i still think it was his
0: I think the it other, was too. Aurelius. Aurelius. Yeah. yeah. I think they got tied up in some shit. I think there's a grander story there just on the fantasy side of it that just like makes so much sense. He was, he killed his family with an axe. Dude got his head cut off. Everybody's brutally murdered. Yeah. Like you he know escaped what I
1: mean? and was like, dude, he fucking escaped left from me prison and was never heard from again. And went back and found him. And yeah, that's fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. So those are the occult murders of Detroit. In Woof. the mid 1900s, yeah, kind of crazy that it just interested me because they were all occult based. Yeah, like, these people thought she was a witch. She's killing dudes. Yeah. This dude had a church, was writing a Bible, this and that, had a bunch of good things going for him. Mysteriously, his whole family's murdered. This other dude who has yeah, but a church, he's tied to a guy, a guy who yeah. murdered his whole family. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, right. come on, and then Brutally. that guy escapes. And they never find him. Uh And then his family's. Uh Nah, he did that shit.
0: I mean, you know, how'd he find
1: him? Yellow pages. (laughs) No, that's. That's. Ugh. Yeah. That cult stuff, like. There's a lot of them. That was
0: a lot of them, too, man. Anyway, that's my story. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I liked
1: yours. That was really good. Hell yeah. All that stuff, so. I mean. That's just so crazy. Well, anyway, guys. I tried to not be so heavy on mine. I feel like this wasn't too bad of it. too heavy. Well,
0: I mean, I cut some, I, there were two beheadings yeah, in mine. You're right. But, you know, but it was good. It, was, it good. was good. It was really good. I like it. We
1: can't, it. if we're not both super heavy, that's probably for the yeah. better. I'm going to get right back into it next episode, probably. I so don't doubt don't worry. you, babe. I don't <laughs>
0: doubt you. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to We Drink and We Know Things podcast. Please like, rate, and review us. Apple uh, podcast still the best place to do it. Yeah, if,
1: on iTunes. Um, you can, And if you don't, Listen to us on iTunes. You know, we're on Spotify now. We're on Stitcher, Google Play. Yeah, yeah. Um, Our
0: website, you can listen. Yeah. If you're listening to us, you found a way to listen. So I don't know why we and tell you. But please do listen and tell your friends. I've a few people
1: reach out and be like, I don't have an iPhone. I'm I'm sad so I can't like leave you an iTunes review. But you can leave us a review on Facebook Stitcher, or anywhere. email, like, whatever. Anywhere man. that you are listening, if you have the opportunity to leave us a... A review do it if you're gonna leave a good one yeah please do it yeah. if
0: you're gonna leave a bad one email us so we can just delete <laughs> it you're gonna it, leave you a bad catches. one just
1: email us and we'll try to fix whatever it is you didn't like yeah
0: probably maybe but
1: follow us on facebook instagram twitter tumblr Hell reach yeah. out we love interacting on social email media us. and i think we have some exciting news coming soon hopefully uh we love you guys thank you guys so much for listening
0: thanks guys have a good one thank you peace
1: bye